looking for something to help you find that that calm, quiet place, something to uh, to encourage you, to remind you of God's good gifts to you. One of my favorite poets uh, here on uh, KFUO today, Michelle Lynn Swope. She's the the author, the poet behind Through Time's Looking Glass, we talked about not too long ago, has a new book out as well. Michelle, welcome back to Faith and Family. Thank you. Pleasure to have you with us today. Michelle, not too long ago, we talked about your book, Through Time's Looking Glass, your first book of poetry. Tell me a little bit about the response you received regarding your first book. Well, I've got two interesting stories to tell you. One, my grandpa's coffee man bought my first book, and then he and his family read it aloud for grace. The other is that a family has been enjoying it, and they say different things at different times. So you've received positive feedback from your first book, Through Time's Looking Glass, and great poetry in there that is, just as the book cover points out, something that leads to a calm or restful time. What What prompted you to work on your second book, God's Harvest, now available on Amazon? Well, um, I've been writing past the date I presented my first one, which was in 2014. I've been getting ideas from different things that just come to mind, and I thought, you know, maybe it might be a good thing to put these out where people can enjoy them too. Hmm. What would you like to share some of the selections from your newest book, God's Harvest, today? Sure. The first one I'll start with is called Mortification. Why am I buried in all this place? Questionable is this questionable race. Must all below answer God's good grace. When the last have spoken and shut their mouths, what is it? To have ears, yet more than the dead. Time and fashion here at hand, when all below in the land must think hard and must think that fast, or a jubilee simply won't last. How does how does God's word inform or shape your time of writing poetry? Well, to me, it's been a huge blessing because I can express myself with different thoughts, feelings, emotions. How does how does God's word lead you or or guide you as you as you as you sit down to write poetry, you're, certainly your poetry is is an expression. It, it it's an expression of of Michelle. Does is there is there something or a particular book of the Bible that you look to when um, when you're writing your poetry? Well, this started a long time ago, but there was one book that had a poem that I really really enjoyed. It, it's Second Samuel, the first chapter, I believe, and it's a long ago poem the lament for Saul and Jonathan that would catch my mind at different times. I, in fact, it's kind of un, 
unbelievable because when my I used to go to Bible class with my family, I would instead of paying attention to what the pastor was then saying, I'd be immersed in um, Samuel one and Samuel two, with the exception of also being in Esther from time to time. What is it about the Old Testament poetry that that draws you in? Well, it it expresses itself and is God breathed, mm. honestly. But it just has this catch you up kind of thing, and it also tells a story. Is that what you aim to do in your poetry as well, to tell a story? Yes. There are some in my book about, um, there are two ballads. One is called The Maiden, which I will not be reading but because it's too long, and the other is called The Talisman of the King, which I also will not be reading. What's the next poem you'd like to read for us today? called Ally, written after church one day, age 19. Although my tears were seconded, the motion was in vain. Happiness in clearest frame only did he deign. Truth's form is known, the sinless overcame. You, you speak about emotion, emotion in, in vain. How do you... Does emotion drive your writing? Does it does it serve as a a, uh, a part of the foundation of your your writing? Sometimes, but at other times, something will just pop into my head, and if I don't write it down right away, boom, it's gone. <laughs> so how do you how do you do that? How do you how do you capture those uh, those ideas that come to mind for great poetry? in bed and supposed to be sleeping, but something will just come to mind and I'll just sit down at my desk and write it. Or there was another funny time. I was supposed to be shoveling the driveway from snow and I a poetry poem came to mind. So I had to go inside, take my boots off and sit down on the doormat inside and write the poem down. Have there ever been times when you felt you needed to write some poetry, but nothing just came to you? That you were you were just you were stumped, you were blocked. Well, not exactly. I'll tell you what happens though. Sometimes I'll be writing a poem, and later I'll run it by my editor, mom, <laughs> and she'll say, um, "I'm not sure that's a good idea to put that in, or if it's in its right form." So. Do you have another poem you'd like to share with us today? Sure. Child, pitter-patter of little feet dancing across the floor. Sorrows, joys, and daydreams now are no more. A gust of wind, a shadow, the morrow brings to say, remorse, sadness, joy, surrender, all there ever was to pay. Night falls as she rises, the Savior lends a hand. Tell us a kumi, young lady, rise and live again. 
who is this uh, this child of whom you're speaking in your poem? Well, there are two instances that came to mind for this thing. In the picture in the book, it has a girl who's lying down on her deathbed. There's a wreath of roses on the pillow, and nearby is some candelabra, I think is what it's called. And it reminds me of Romeo and Juliet. And also, it's the picture of my favorite New Testament story, where the young girl who falls asleep and cries because she's only 12 years old and she dies, I don't know, she's sick, I guess. And the, to connect that story, there's a young woman who suffers from heavy periods or something. And so she thinks to herself, if only I touch his robe, I will be cleansed. And so she reaches out and touches his garment, and she is healed. And Jesus stops, turns around and says, who touched my garment? The lady comes forward, confesses, and he tells her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Then, a little bit later, Jairus comes out, begs teacher to save his daughter. But when they come, she is already dead. But Christ says to Jairus, do not worry, have faith, believe, or something to that effect. And then he shoots all the weepers, the mourners, the everything that is um, customary at that time and takes Peter, James, and John and the parents, and they go to the girl and um, that's when he says, Talfakumi, rise. Talfakumi means young lady, get up. Your newest book, your second collection of poems, called God's Harvest. Why why this theme of God's Harvest? Where does that name come from? Well, it reminds me of several different hymns that we sing. And um, they have different things. One of them is about God in the harvest field. The other... It's called Epkina's Wedding Feast or something. I'm not quite sure. But these different things that I thought would make a nice thinking of a poetry title. Michelle, do you have plans to write more poetry? Are you working on more for a third book? Well, not. We've, I've wrote, written a few poems for family, but as yet, I have no published book, but I'm, the next one, I'm thinking about calling it Principium Carmenis, which means the dawn of song. It sounds like uh, a nice Latin title. Mm-hmm. I wanted with this, I wanted to have uh, a Latin thing because it would fit with the churches originally being written and sung in Latin. 
And yet I want something to reflect the dawn of the coming of the age, if you will. Where can we get our hands on a copy of your your newest book, God's Harvest? Well, mainly you can get it at Amazon if you type in my name, Michelle Swope. But I will be doing uh, our book signing at Novel Neighbors. And then again in Louisville later on in July, I think. So you have some book signings coming up as well. Very good. So find it on Amazon. Dot com. Look for Michelle Swope, Michelle Lynn Swope. You can find God's Harvest there. Michelle, it has been a privilege to talk with you today. Thanks for sharing about your new book, God's Harvest. You're welcome. Thank you.